you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Welcome to a mini episode where we hear from you, our listeners. And you also hear from us in response to you. Yes, you do. Yes, let's get very, very specific here. We share your comments and thoughts and answer questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts, and we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Dory, before we kick things off, can I pop open this sparkling water? Oh, please do. Okay, wait, hold on. I love the sound of a can opening. Should I put it right into the microphone? Yeah. Oh, so refreshing. So refreshing. Pamplemousse LaCroix. Um, okay, to kick things off, we are going to play a couple of voicemails in response to uh, a past mini episode conversation in which a listener called in about how to speak to her daughter about, I guess, beauty standards? Yes. Beauty standard BS. So here is a, uh, a voicemail response. Hi, Kate and Dory. Love you guys. Um, I just wanted to weigh in on the mother who was um, wondering how to talk about sort of contradictions in beauty with her beautiful 11-year-old. And as a a former teacher, 
Um, I just wanted to say that I think sometimes we assume that uh, we need to protect kids from some of the contradictions and sort of nuance and weirdness of life. Um, and I actually think that they can hold and understand a lot more of that than we think. So I would just kind of encourage this mother to um, have a really candid conversation with her daughter, um, essentially saying, you know, some version of, this is tricky, you know, this is confusing. Um, how does it make you feel when when people comment on your appearance? And being really open to whatever she says. Maybe she'll say it makes me feel great. Maybe she'll say, well, it depends on who it is, you know. Sometimes it feels good. Other times it makes me feel self-conscious, you know. And I think just opening up a dialogue and creating space to say, you know, um, I know that, you know, it's taken me a long time to figure out what makes me feel good uh, and, you know, confident in my skin, and sometimes that means shaving my legs, but just because that's what works for me as an adult doesn't mean that that's necessary for you to be beautiful. And really kind of helping her understand that the standards we create for ourselves, we almost never hold other people to, right? Um, anyway, all this is to say, I think that this 11-year-old um, can probably handle a more candid conversation um, than maybe we initially think because, you know, we get so intimidated by this stuff. But I think that they're smart, and um, and I think that they could have a really beautiful ongoing discussion about this. Anyway, thanks for everything you guys do. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Well, hello. We love you. Yes. Let's just get that out there. <laughs> First and foremost. What a great reminder. Yeah. Kids can have big conversations and big mm-hmm. thoughts, and they are very perceptive. Yeah. I think that is a great reminder. I also like how this caller uh, positioned this conversation as ongoing, right? It's not just mm-hmm. a thing you talk mm-hmm. about once and then never talk about again. Totally. It's an ongoing conversation that probably develops deeper as your kid gets older. Yeah. And your daughter's feelings about this stuff will probably change and evolve and shift over time. Yeah. But, you know, I, this made me think about what I had already experienced by the time I was 11 and what my understanding of beauty and um, the hypocrisy of, you know, just all the stuff that was going, you definitely are receiving that messaging at a very young age. So she's probably already very aware of it Mm -hmm. and ready for that convo. We have another voicemail to play that offers up a different perspective. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, I just, this is Susie. Um, I just listened to the mini episode where um, a caller left a voicemail about her daughter um, getting comments about how she's so thin and beautiful. And she, the caller was concerned about how do I talk to my daughter about all this kind of stuff. And at the same time, participate in self-care and beauty stuff and trying to lose weight and I think that she needs to practice what she preaches I think something that I've learned recently is that you need to talk to yourself the way you would talk to your daughter and if you are telling your daughter that you know being thin isn't the most important thing in the world and being beautiful isn't going to make your life wonderful, then 
I think you need to, I don't know, soak some of that up um, and try maybe to show demonstrate some other stuff. So, like, it's great to work out if it really does make you strong, but don't work out to lose weight and then tell your daughter that you're doing it because it makes you feel strong. So I think self-care can be a lot of different things. Um and try to be kind to yourself the way you would be kind to your daughter. All right. Bye. Try to be kind to yourself the way you'd be kind to your daughter. Ooh, that's a good summary. Yeah. Because I do think I appreciate this listener's advice, but it is in a lot of ways easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's very easy to be like, sure, I'll lead by example. But again, we're all we're all figuring ourselves out mm-hmm. so but I do think the message of just being kind to yourself which is yes. what you would want anyone to do to themselves I think is key I agree hmm. anyway well let's shift topics we've got a great email here that resonated with me that is also following up on something we discussed last week really digging into some follow-ups here Dory yeah, I love a follow-up um, here is a message from a listener on email They write, I'm writing in about speaking for the dead. My brother passed away nine years ago, and we have no idea who or what he would be now. None of us are the same people we were a decade ago. It's so bizarre that people presume what the person who passed away would do or want or say. There is the danger of manipulation and guilt in the name of the deceased. My mom and I like to use this to our advantage. Whenever there is an expensive pair of pants I want to buy or we want to go on a trip or my mom wants a massage, etc., we just say, it's what Ben would have wanted. Then we can have a good cackle and do whatever we please because who can argue with the dead? Uh, I love that. I wrote this listener back because this reminded me so much of like something my own mom and I would have done uh-huh. and something I do or right. I do with a, like I have a friend who will toast my mom with me at meals uh-huh. and and it's a humorous way of kind of I don't know dealing with your grief but I I think this is very very sweet yes I, I agree I, I love this I love hearing this perspective and when we're obviously both very sorry that you went through the loss of your brother yeah um but thank you for sharing this yeah, thank you Dory transitioning again there's no segue here from grief to sunscreen I'm but- getting whiplash <laughs> Just kidding. Well, prepare to get (laughs) sun protected. Okay, so we have another response, but this is uh, in response to, I believe, an older conversation. Mm. All right, let's hear what this listener has to say. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, I just finished listening to the latest mini ep with Jackie Johnson, and I immediately thought of something uh, when you guys were looking for ideas as to... Sorry, there's an ambulance right next to me. Hopefully, whoever needs it is going to be okay. Um, but I immediately thought of something when you all were asking for ideas about what you've been doing that was either wrong or totally different than what you were supposed to be. SPF. So I am one of those people who leaves, who left, used to leave, like a little bottle of SPF and a lip balm everywhere. So, like, I had sunscreen, um in my car and a lip balm in my car. I had sunscreen in the bathroom and a lip balm in my bathroom. Um, I had sunscreen and a lip balm at work. Only place I didn't have sunscreen and a lip balm was in my purse. But then I recently found out that heat and humidity 
weaken the SPF in your sunscreen. So actually keeping it in like a hot, humid bathroom or keeping it in your car especially actually weakens the SPF in a sunscreen. I used to keep it there just, you know, if I was going somewhere for lunch or if I was going in the morning and I forgot to put it on in the bathroom, I would have it. But I was actually putting on weakened sunscreen um, that wasn't protecting at the SPF that I thought it was. So with all of that said, I've changed it up. I now have an SPF and a lip balm that I carry around with me everywhere in my purse and don't have one in my bathroom, but I still have one um, in my medicine cabinet and then in my office at work. So yeah, have a good day. Bye. So as she was talking, I was thinking about how I also stopped keeping sunscreen in my car for the same reason, because... It, it it's weakened now. However, I just thought about this a little bit more and I thought, okay, but what if I was in some sort of emergency sunscreen situation where I had forgotten sunscreen that's usually my purse. I was far from civilization and couldn't buy sunscreen. What are you doing in this scenario? Are you on a hike? Maybe I'm you... on a hike okay, okay. and I've already, I, I'm, I'm meeting someone there who also forgot their sunscreen and it's a very sunny day. And it's a very sunny day. You left your hat, protective hat, back at home. Well, I have my hat. Okay, okay. Just setting but, the you scenario. Know, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a tank top, so okay, I yep. want to like protect my shoulders and my arms and my chest, especially legs. Legs. Um, and so, in this scenario, I'm going to say weakened sunscreen is better than no sunscreen. Words to live by. And I might put sunscreen back in my car. Well, this is so fascinating. So this voicemail about not keeping sunscreen in your car has made you return to keeping sunscreen in yes. your car. Yes. But with the knowledge that it is only to be used in emergencies. See, I did not know this very important fact oh, until I, I reviewed okay. this voicemail. All right. And I do keep sunscreen in my car specifically because I, I wear sunscreen on my face every day, but I often am not good about putting it on all body parts like yes. for leaving the house. And I'll be in my car and the sun will be beating down on the left side of my body. And I whip out my little sunscreen and I cream up my arms, my chest, yep. so that I'm protecting myself. But it turns out this is now a weakened sunscreen. Yeah. But I agree with you. It's better than nothing. Right. So why not? One other thought. Go on. What if we all started keeping like... UV protected light jackets in our car. <laughs> I smell a startup. Or or sleeves. Dory, now you're just Dory. Listen, I have a lot of ideas. Does, do just do just sleeves exist? Yeah, you there, can buy there are a, warmers. But like a light sleeve you could buy a light sleeve with like an elastic at the top of the shoulder part to just slide on see now you're getting it we are starting a new business <laughs> forever sleepy five. but you know i think it would have to i actually think it would have to be more like an spf shirt a shrug with sleeves <laughs> an spf shrug because you would want your chest protected as well honestly it's like a big cloak you just kind of I mean, or what about a light blanket like a like a sheer thin SPF wrap that you just wrap over yourself. I feel like I would like I would get like caught in it somehow. <laughs> Trying to drive and you're yeah. wrapping your SPF yeah. cloak around you. Also, 
another thing to consider. You you really only need the left side of if you're driving, you only need the left side protected. So it could just be like half half shrug. Half shrug. <laughs> we have so many new businesses to start. I, I will say wait. though, I do also keep sunscreen in my car because often if I'm with my kids and we like go to the park and I don't have sunscreen yes. with me, I need to spray those mother effers down. Totally. So But I did I started keeping it in my purse. A big bottle? Not a big bottle. Just a little spritzy thing. Yeah. I mean, great listener, you've opened up a real conversation here. You really have. I I will say too, I have a powder, a mineral sunscreen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that I often keep in my purse. Mm -hmm. And I and I recently used that like on my children's full bodies in a pinch. Like we had just didn't have our regular sunscreen. I don't know how effective it was. Yeah. But again, it was better than nothing. Totally. So well, listen, if anyone has already invented sunscreen car clothing, get at us. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about sunscreen more after the break. Yeah, I'm excited. But BRB. let's take a pause. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology 
that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? (laughs) No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. So we got an email about sunscreen. Yeah, perfect, perfect timing. Indeed. I'll, I'll, I'll read this. Take it away. My partner would use one product for everything if she could. She does not wear makeup, washes her face only in the shower, probably with body wash. And if she uses moisturizer, it's generally my body lotion and she has perfect skin. For the last year, I've been encouraging her to use sunscreen because skin cancer runs in her family. She has agreed if I find something fairly natural, not expensive or difficult to apply. Any recommendations for a sunscreen or moisturizer with sunscreen that can be bought at a drug at the drugstore or Target that is actually decent? I know we normally recommend not using um, moisturizer and sunscreen in the same product. Like you're supposed to use a moisturizer. You're supposed to use a moisturizer and then a, a separate sunscreen. Yes. However, in this scenario where we are talking about someone who's really low maintenance low maintenance and does not want a lot of products i'm going to say we can make an exception i think that a great motto for anything is easiest is often best for some people yeah and and that it's better than nothing it's better than nothing so we both had a, f- a couple of recommendations i will say in my list i haven't tried all of these things mm-hmm. but i did get dig into the target website because this listener mentioned Target. Yes. I found a few options. One thing I really liked, which I had not noticed about Target's website, is that when you click on beauty and skincare products, they have these little labels about like what's cruelty-free, what's vegan. They have a Mm. clean label. So I tried to keep it in that kind of category Mm -hmm. because this person specified that their partner would like something fairly natural. Yes. So a couple choices that came up. A Cure makes a day cream that's a moisturizer with an SPF 30. I really like A Cure's products. I use a bunch of their stuff. This mm-hmm. one had the most kind of like natural labels. Okay. So it was like sulfate free and vegan and all all this stuff. So if you really want to lean into that, that might be a great 
place to start. Um, I also found, and that was 13 bucks, something called Botanics Day Cream Sunscreen. I don't know anything about Botanics. I've never heard of this line. I've seen it at Target, but I have not used any. Oh, now that I'm saying that, did I once use like a micellar water from them? It might be connected Perhaps. to Boots, the British line. Yeah. Is that possible? I think, I think it is. So... That, I believe, also might have come under the clean label. Double check, but it was eleven ninety nine. It's a day cream with SPF 15. I thought that might be a nice place to look. And then Pacifica, which is a brand I've used a bunch of, of their products and really like, has a mineral face shade that is SPF 30, and that is $13. And these are all items that I found on the Target website. I, I would just say I think SPF 30 is probably the minimum you want to go. So then the Acure, I believe. No, the Botanics, oh, you said. Was SPF was 15. 15. Yes, yeah, so the Acure and Pacifica were SPF 30. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had one more suggestion, which is not the most natural, but is a good product, which is CeraVe's Facial Moisturizing with SPF 30. Um, people really like CeraVe products. They're not all natural, though, so just heads up. Yep. But um, good price point. But good price point. It's twelve ninety nine. Um, yeah, all of these are thirteen dollars or less that we recommended. Yeah. So so there you have go. fun. I say buy whatever you think is best and totally. just drop it on the bathroom for your partner to use. Drop it like it's hot. But Dory, you don't want to drop it. Oh, you do want to drop it like it's hot. You don't want a hot sunscreen, right? Wow, look at you. Mm. Listen, if your sunscreen's hot, think about it. Drop it. <laughs> What do we have going on next? Here's Let's an email. See. Here's an email that actually I could relate to in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I think you've gone through this too. My husband is going out of town the last weekend in June for a work conference, and I am absolutely dreading it. One, because it means more solo parenting for me. I'm a stay at home mom to our three year old daughter. And two, because I am unaccountably borderline terrified of being home alone at night without him, despite having a home security system. Am I crazy? Also, this isn't a one-time thing. He will pretty much always have to travel for conferences a few times a year. Unfortunately, I don't really have much of a support system yet as we've we've just moved to a new city. Do you have any ideas for coping, self-care, and healthy treats while he's gone? I'm planning on taking a luxurious bath every night, reading as much as possible, and catching up on podcasts, but would love any ideas you might have. And I also should add that this person said that even if we don't get to their email by the time their husband's out of town, they would love to hear us answer this question, no Great. matter what. So I am hope I don't know if we've missed the deadline. It looks like we have. But it sounds like this person's going away a lot. Yeah. So I just finished a year where my my spouse spent probably, I would say, 75% of the year working out of state, maybe 80, maybe 85, a lot of time. He was gone a lot. He was gone a lot. Oh, boy. But we made it. Um, and I also, I have, first of all, let's just say, uh, being anxious or nervous about anything is totally normal. Yeah. So I would definitely like honor your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, as we've heard on this podcast, something called anxiety. And I have a lot of... Um, fear about being like just alone in my house at night. The security system is what helped me feel more secure. Mm. Uh, and I also would like padlock our front gate every night. Mm. Again, is it a deterrent? Probably not, but it mentally made me feel better. Yeah. 
Um, I know you said you don't have much of a support system, but maybe there is. Wait, can I just say one more yes, thing story, about yes, feeling story. safe? Yes. Because um, Matt, there was a period where Matt was gone almost every weekend. Um, but he also, now he's he's he mostly stays in LA, but he works very late when he's working. Um, I don't know if this is feasible for you, but having a dog. Specifically a Big old specifically dog? a big old dog with a menacing sounding bark has been very reassuring for me because I just know that Bo I think Bo serves as a deterrent for anyone who's considering wandering into the house but also he just like makes me feel generally safer um, now you have a three year old you're alone a lot I'm not not necessarily advising you to take on the huge responsibility <laughs> True. of a dog, but if it's something that you've been thinking about doing anyway, I have found it to be very comforting for many reasons, not least of which is the security factor. Sure. Also, he's good company. He really is. My dog, 13 pounds, but she has a mean bark. She does. And she, and she, tells you when someone's coming to the house. Yeah, she does. And and actually, I noticed when my husband was away for most of this year, she got more protective. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, you know, dogs like, are great. Girl, what are you going to do? Seriously, though. <laughs> um, I, I also think like if you want to have a little buddy system with somebody, they don't need to be local, but just say like, hey, can you check in on me every night? It makes me feel good. Comfort, you know, it's comforting or oh, just like nice text me in the morning and I'll write you back so you know that I'm safe yeah you know just just make sure that someone knows you know has checked in on you that might make you that might just make you feel better and more comfortable how about self-care and healthy treats or coping treats while this this person's partner is gone i like to suggest watching stuff that your partner wouldn't be into yeah you know Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. indulge yeah you what? you control the TV. You do whatever you want. Exactly. I would say maybe no true crime podcasts. That is a good suggestion. <laughs> or true crime shows or yeah. anything that might trigger whatever is your specialty in the anxiety you know, department. Speaking of that, when right before they arrested the Golden State Killer. Yeah. But um, that book had just come out uh-huh. about it uh-huh and i'm blanking on the name of it i'll be gone in the dark yeah i'll be gone in the dark yes i'll be gone in the By dark it just McNamara. come out people were talking about the golden state killer i was reading a lot about it and i <laughs> one day matt couldn't find the dog's collar or harness or something and he was like it was in the car i can't find it And I legitimately worked myself up into thinking that the Golden State Killer had come to our house to scope it out because one of the things that he would do is he would steal things and just like unsettle people ahead of time because he always targeted people. And I was like, we're getting targeted. We're the second house in from the corner. That's always the house that he targeted. Like, I got really nervous. And so that's why there's an axe under our bed. Oh, my God. I didn't know that was going to end with that. 
Yeah. Because I also had extreme anxiety from that book so much so that I had to talk about it with my psychiatrist. And she was like, please don't read that book anymore. I read it twice. I didn't. I, I couldn't even read it. <laughs> it's so beautifully written, but it is terrifying. And there's a new podcast about the Golden State Killer out from the LA Times and Wondery. <sighs> I would say too, like, you know, it is a it is you're taking on a lot parenting and you're you're a stay at home mom. So you and your child are going to be together all the time. So I don't know what kind of extra child care is available to you, but making sure you have time that's just for you, that isn't about parenting, isn't about your partner, isn't about, you know, the things that need to get done at home. Stuff that's strictly just for your pleasure or enjoyment or makes you feel good is is really important. What a great suggestion. Or like whatever your um, creative pursuits are. I mean, whatever, yeah. anything that is meaningful to you, don't lose sight of that. Because it could be real easy to yeah. do that. And don't read that Golden State Killer book. No, don't do that. Don't do that. All, All right. We're going to take another short break. BRB. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. So this next email is very interesting. Oh, yes. Do you want to take it away, Dory? Sure. All right, here we go. I'm writing to you because lately I've been feeling a phantom itch and not in a you need to see a doctor kind of way. For a bit of background, I'm 28 years old and I work in pediatric cancer research. I'm from the East Coast, but I moved to Chicago a year ago with my husband 
who is in his second year of medical residency. We have a dog I love, have a happy marriage, and live in a cool part of the city with tons of fun things to do. I'm happy with the relationships I have in my life. I exercise, take piano and voice lessons, and make sure I make time to do things for myself that make me happy. And yet, at some point in every day, I inevitably feel an itch. I feel a need for something more. I just don't know what it is. It's like a piece of my clothing isn't falling quite right. I just feel a yearn for something that I can't put my finger on. The closest I have felt to relieving this itch has been making solo road trips home to see my parents. I've done this three or four times, which entails a 15-hour drive each way in one sitting to Connecticut and back. Everyone in my family thinks I'm crazy, and it gives them no end of anxiety when I do this trip, but it's the only thing that seems to give this itch any relief. Have either of you ever felt this unnamed itch or a feeling that something's just a little off? Is this just part of being in your 20s? I would love your insight on this. Is this part of being in your 20s? I don't I think this is just part of being a human. Yeah. I mean, I think you you might have wanderlust. It sounds like you are seeking adventure that you can experience alone. Yeah. And I would say lean into Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Make this a a week-long journey in another city. Yeah. Or take a, like, I took a bunch of solo vacations. When when I had a partner, I, I went on some solo vacations and it was great. I highly recommend solo vacations. Um, so if that's something that you can do, like, it doesn't just have to be this 15 hour drive. Like you could go to another country. Yeah. Think about something that you like to do. I like, I went on a couple of yoga retreats. It's like, I think that just sounds like something that you need to do now. Also, it sounds like you have a very stable life, which is great, but you're also like quite young and maybe you feel like you didn't like have adventures before you, you know, quote unquote, settled down. I also think this is a great conversation to be having over the course of a longer period of time with a therapist. Yeah. Like this doesn't seem to me like a one time conversation and you'll figure it out. An itch to be experiencing or seeing or living in a more fulfilled way and whatever that means to you, that's something that requires, I think, a lot of digging yeah and is a really valuable thing to explore with in therapy i'm also curious what your husband's take on all this is just gonna say that because he doesn't come up that much in this email maybe he's super supportive i I don't know maybe he has doesn't even notice yeah i'm just i'm curious like he's in he's a medical resident probably busy he's probably super busy um and i mean you work in pediatric cancer research that's not exactly like a casual (laughs) job um so uh, is this a conversation you've had with your husband i'm i'm wondering what that conversation has been like and what you guys have concluded i also think like to me i wonder if you are also digging around for more meaning or more fulfillment in life that you might not be getting. And and sometimes we can look around ourselves and be like, wow, I, I have this, I live this, I live a privileged life. Yeah. I have a great job, a great relationships, great everything. And yet dot, dot, dot. And mm-hmm. I think exploring the and yet part of things is really valuable. And I don't think you're the only person 
in this position. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But anyway, take those road trips too. Yeah. And, and keep us posted. Yeah. I'd love to hear like what happens with you. You know, so would I. Well, we've got one final voicemail. Let's hear it. All right. I'm going to let her rip. Hey, y'all. This is Adrian. Um, not quite Forever 35, Forever 23 here. And, you know, still figuring out how to be an adult, as I'm sure we all are in different ways. Um, anyways, I just was calling because I'm just kind of trying to not lose my mind at work and in my current place in life. And I could really use y'all's advice, insight, encouragement, all that jazz. So I got out of college about a year ago, um, graduated um, already with a job ready to go, and I was super excited to get started. I was at this company, um, not that I had really pictured myself in, not the type of work that I'd studied, but I figured out a good job, um, well-paying, and it's back in the city that I grew up in, so it seemed like a good combination. Flash forward to a year later, even three months into that job, I realized, the type of work was not the right fit. The industry doesn't excite me or interest me at all. There's not really a whole lot of mobility within the organization in terms of switching to departments that I'm actually interested in. Wow, can't talk. But um, I'm just I'm feeling stuck. And so I started to um, prepare for law school, prepare for LSAT, and I'm not seeing fantastic gains there either. So I'm just feeling discouraged. My plan is to still figure out a way to go to law school. I think that is where my passion is. But there's this kind of weird in-between for this next year of do I sit to this job that basically makes me want to hit my head against the desk each day or do I try and find a different opportunity and how do I go about that? I just feel like the things I'm passionate in, I either need a master's degree to work there or I need to be willing to work for free or close to free. Love y'all's advice. Um, love the podcast so much. I finally started using a serum, and I'm loving it. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Oh, We welcome all forever ages at this podcast. Yeah, forever 23, forever 43, whatever you are. Um, I mean, I'm always a fan of leaving jobs <laughs> that you don't like. I really think if it is financially feasible yeah to leave a job that you don't like you should leave a job you don't like yeah. and i say this is someone who hasn't left jobs i didn't like mm. and who has mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i always feel better after when i do yeah totally um and you know you are young like you don't have to stay in this job forever no and even just the idea of figuring stuff out i mean dory has two masters yeah and are you, do you use them like professionally? Uh, like, um, I mean, one of them is in journalism. So like I kind of used it. Uh, the other one is in history. I don't use that one generally. <laughs> but my, my point being is like, who knows? Life is oh yeah like hopefully long. And, you know, like my father retired and is now in graduate school. And a, yeah. like get, getting his master's in history. And he used to work totally. in business in finance. Like right. it, if, you know. It's an, I've, I love the idea of you having a plan and, and figuring this stuff out, but also sometimes life is unpredictable in the things we pursue. And you just kind of sometimes have to go with it. Yeah. And it all, they all complement each other. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think that you need to remain unhappy 
um, if you don't need to. And if the whole reason for staying is financial, which is a very valid reason for staying, I think, in any job because we have to support ourselves and pay off debt and credit cards, maybe start beginning to put into place like a concrete plan to transition into another position that might support you but not be as miserable. I think that's smart. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. It sounds like you're make you're very wise mm-hmm. and making amazing decisions for yourself. I'm always I, I I'm so constantly impressed by the people in their twenties and younger who reach out to us because I was <laughs> not where they are. No. In my 20s. And so it's just sort of funny to me that now it's like nice that people are now looking to us as, you know, for advice. But I'm also like what I did in my 20s, I, I can tell you what I did, but I wouldn't necessarily like recommend it. But I, it also like got me to where I am. I know. It's very confusing. It's so confusing. When I was 20. Six, I quit a very stable job with very little money saved, took an internship, which I then had to stop because I ran out of money. And then I started temping. Like, I mean, I, I just, took an internship at 28. Yeah. And it all and it all did support like a build yeah. into who I am today. But it's in the moment you never quite know what the yeah. what the what the hell's going to happen. Totally. So here we are. Here we are. Maybe, you know, 20 years from now, you'll have a podcast. You'll have a podcast. Did you ever think that this is where your your job career would end up? No, because podcasts didn't exist when we were in our early 20s. Yeah, your your job in 20 years might not exist yet. I've had a lot of jobs that didn't exist before. Me too, Dory. And that's like a fun thing. Yeah. Anyway, we could go on, but we won't. Best of luck to you, Best though. Of luck. We're, we are here for you. We're, we're rooting for you. Yes. All right. Thanks, this brings everybody. us to the end. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. And please don't hesitate to write and call in. We love hearing from you. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.